Hello, everybody, and welcome to this uh, little series that I am personally doing. This is Maddie of the 666 Podcast. Um, this is a little project I will be doing. As you previously saw, I did Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, uh, chapters 1 through 4, and I did All the Young Dudes by Miss king bean uh 87 on ao3 year one book one technically uh this is to help with my fluency and help me reading out loud i do get into some weird topics maybe at the end of some of these episodes i might delve into asmr or get very political either way it is just a time for me to just talk get things off my mind after reading some weird stories um if there's anything you want me to personally read please dm me on instagram at nct once us dead just say your name just like tell me what you want, want me to read i'll try and find it and i'll try and read it for you anyways please enjoy this episode hello welcome back to um random stories that i decide to read and maybe not follow through with this little project i've done um if the audio quality sounds a little different that's because i finally found some wee microphones that one uses (laughs) for singing games on the wii for example this microphone i used to uh, do uh, Disney songs. So I'm speaking to you through a Disney Interactive Studios microphone. Um, we'll see how long this lasts. And maybe if this audio quality is much better than... It probably is. It, it isolates some sounds. Um, makes my voice sound a little bit better and a little bit more clear. And maybe a little louder for you guys. So, today... Since I have decorated my bookshelves, I cannot take the Harry Potter books. Actually, this is a lie. I can do it on my phone. And I can also do um, All the Young Dudes Year 2 on my phone. That is very true. But today we are going to do read a story from Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales. What story you may be asking or not, doesn't really matter. Cinderella. Because I'm original. Oh wait, no, I planned this. I planned this. Because I'm talking to you through a Disney mic. We're going to do a classic Disney, well, Disney story. You can't see me, I'm doing air quotes. Disney story. Cinderella. Let me say now, this version of Cinderella, a little bit, by a little bit, I do mean a lot more gruesome than the Disney version, because this is, like, not the original, it's obviously been translated from German into English, and also updated, like, the English, so it's modern English, but it is a lot more gruesome compared to the Disney one. That is to be expected. I don't think I don't think Disney's gonna let like a movie have um, toes be cut off. 
also. Random fact. Did you know that there were three Disney, uh, Cinderella movies? Three Disney movies. Three Cinderella movies. There's the 1953, I think, Cinderella, the original one. There is Cinderella 2, which I forgot what the thing is, so give me a second. Um, I am googling this. Give me a second. I think it's just called Cinderella 2. Wait. Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True. That is the beta of all of them. And then you have Cinderella 3. The most iconic one. A Twist in Time. That one. Favorite of all time. Why? Because the evil stepmother gets the magic wand. What? It's so cool. It's so cool. Anyways. Um, Cinderella 2 came out in 2002. And Cinderella 3, Cinderella 3 came out in 2007. So they, <laughs> they waited like an odd, what, 40, 50 years to like say, you know what? This movie needs like a sequel. It needs to become a trilogy. And then they made, like, another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez. And Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. <laughs> and Cinderella with Camilla Cabello. And Cinderella with Lily James, 2015. Yeah. Anyways. Back to, back to why we're here. It's, like, 4 minute 30. And so this is a really long intro. Anyways. And if you hear, like... I don't know. Uh, back, like, I don't know. Noises that don't sound like they're coming from me. It's the mic. If I drop the mic, I'm very, I'm very, very sorry. I'm not editing this. This is just gonna go straight up. Also, which one of (laughs) y'all listened to my All the Young Dudes Year One? A six, like almost seven hour episode and decided to listen to it. Like there's a 707 plays as of like mm, last Thursday, maybe. Like how are you going to do that? I mean, thank you. Thank you. But why? (laughs) You know? Okay, anyways. Cinderella. The wife of a rich man fell sick, and as he felt that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, be good and pious, then the good God will always protect thee, and I will look down on thee from heaven and be near thee. Thereupon she closed her eyes and departed. Every day the maiden went out to her mother's grave and wept. And she remained pious and good. When winter came, the snow spread a white sheet over the grave. And then the spring sun had drawn it off again. The man had taken another wife. And when the spring sun had drawn it off again, the man had taken another wife. 
The woman had brought two daughters into the house with her, who were beautiful and fair of face, but vile and black of heart. Now began a bad time for the poor stepchild. "'Is the stupid goose to sit in the parlor with us?' said they. "'He who wants to eat bread must earn it. Out with the, out with the kitchen wench!' They took her pretty clothes away from her and put an old gray bedgown on her and gave her wooden shoes. "'Just look at the proud princess, how decked out she is!' they cried and laughed and led her into the kitchen. There she had to do hard work from morning till night, get up before daybreak, carry water, light fires, cook and wash. Besides this, the sisters did her every imaginable injury. They mocked her and emptied her peas and lentils into the ashes, so that she was forced to sit and pick them out again. In the evening, when she had worked till she was very, <laughs> till she was weary, she had no bed to go to, but had to sleep by the fireside in the ashes, and on that account she always looked dusty and dirty. They called her Cinderella. It happened that her father, her father was once going to the fair, and he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. Beautiful dresses, said one. Pearls and jewels, said the second. And thou, Cinderella, said he. What wilt thou have? Father, break off for me the first branch which knocks against your hat on the very way home. On your way home. So he brought beautiful dresses, pearls and jewels for his two stepdaughters, and on his way home, as he was riding through a green thicket, a hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Then he broke off the branch and took it with him. When he reached home, he gave his stepdaughters the things which they had wished for, and to Cinderella he gave the branch, for, branch from the hazel bush. Cinderella thanked him, went to her mother's grave, and planted the branch on it, and wept so much, much that the tears fell on it and watered it. It grew, however... It grew, however, and became a handsome tree. Thrice a day, Cinderella went and sat beneath it and wept and prayed, and a little white bird always came on the tree, and if Cinderella expressed a wish, the white, the bird threw down to her what she had wished for. It happened, however, that the king appointed a festival which was to last three days, and to which all the beautiful young girls in the country were invited in order that his son might choose himself a bride. When the two stepsisters heard that they too were to appear among the number, they, de they were delighted and called Cinderella and said, Comb our hair for us, brush our shoes, and fasten our buckles, for we are going to the festival at the king's palace. Cinderella obeyed, but wept, because she too would have liked to go with them to the dance, and begged her stepmother to allow her to do so. "'Thou go, Cinderella,' said she. "'Thou art dusty and dirty, and w wouldst go to the festival. Thou hast, "'Thou hast no clothes and shoes, and yet wouldst dance?' "'As, however, Cinderella went on asking the stepmother, at last said, "'I have emptied a dish of lentils into the ashes for thee. "'If thou hast picked them out again in two hours, thou shalt go with us.' 
The maiden went through the back door into the garden and called, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come help me to pick the, pick the good into the pot and the bad into the crop. Then two, uh, two white pigeons came into the kitchen window, af and afterwards the turtle doves. And at last, all the birds beneath the sky came whirring, oh my god, whirring and crowding in, and al alighted amongst the ash ashes. And the pigeons nodded with their heads and began to pick, 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 and the rest began to also pick, 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 and gathered all the good grains into the dish. Hardly had one hour passed before they had finished, and all flew out again. Then the girl took the dish to her stepmother and was so glad and believed that now she would be allowed to go with them to the festival. But the stepmother said, No, Cinderella, thou hast no clothes, and thou canst not dance. Thou wouldst only be laughed at. And as Cinderella wept at this, the stepmother said, If thou canst pick two dishes of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour, thou shalt go with us. There I am. Okay. And she thought to herself that she most certainly cannot do. That was a stepmother said that. Well, thought that. When the stepmother had emptied the two dishes of lentils amongst the ashes, the maiden went through the back door into the garden and cried, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to pick the good into the pot and the bad into the crop. When the two white pigeons came into the kitchen window, and after, then two white pigeons came in, in by the kitchen window, and afterwards the turtle doves, and at length all the birds beneath the sky, came whirring and crowding in, and alighted amongst the ashes, and the doves nodded with their heads and began to pick, 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 and the others began also pick, pick, pick and gathered all the good seeds into the dishes before and before half an hour was over they had already finished and flew out again then the maiden carried the dishes to the stepmother and was delighted and believed that she might now go with them to the festival but the stepmother said all this will not no wait all this will not help thee thou goest not with us for thou hast no clothes and canst dance we should be ashamed of thee. I'm going to pause here for a second. I do realize, I said at the very beginning, that this has been translated into modern English. And I have been saying, thou hast, thou wouldn't, and thou canst, and thee. Now, I do believe I am a bit of a liar. And that do be my fault, because I have not read this. Actually, I don't think I've read any other Grimm's fairy tales other than Cinderella and I think Rapunzel which is in here and Snow White actually there's no point in me trying to look if there's Rapunzel I don't think Rapunzel's in this isn't Rapunzel a French story who cares anyways <clears throat> on this she turned her back on Cinderella and hurried away with her two proud daughters as no one was now at home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree and, cr and cried. 
Shiver and quiver, little tree, silver and gold throw down over me. Then the bird threw a gold and silver dress down to her, and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. She put on the dress She put on the dress with all speed. Let me repeat this sentence again. Just in case you didn't hear it. She put on the dress with all speed. Now that's a sentence fragment. I did not finish reading that sentence. But I just needed you to understand that that's what I said. I'm so sorry if this is annoying. I should never be allowed to have a microphone. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm having too much fun with this. Okay. She put on the dress with all speed and went to the festival. Her stepsisters and stepmother, however, did not know her, and thought she must be a foreign princess, for she looked so beautiful in the golden dr dress. They never once thought of Cinderella and believed that she was still... She was sitting at home in the dirt, picking picking lentils out of the ashes the prince went to meet the prince went to meet her took her by the hand and danced with her he would dance with no other maiden and never let loose of her hand and if anyone else came to invite her he would say this is my partner yep um she danced till it was evening and then she wanted to go home but the king's son said, I will go with thee and bear thee company, for he wished to see to whom the beautiful maiden belonged. She escaped from him, however, and sprang into the pigeon house. Now you might be thinking, hey, did you miss a page? Did you not read something? Did she come to this festival in a pigeon house? And why was there such a sped up version of this? Um, no, I did not. They really did just condense this. As if someone was giving you the cliff notes. It was like, yeah, she went to the festival and like... Nobody knew who she was, and, like, she danced with the prince, and he said, No, let me be your partner, and whatever. Yeah. Whatever. The king's son waited till her father came, and then he told him that the stranger maiden... What? The king's son waited till her f until her father came, and then he told him that the stranger maiden had leapt into the pigeon house. The old man thought, can it be Cinderella? And they had to bring him an axe and pickaxe that he might hew the pigeon house to pieces, but no one was inside it. 
And when they got home, Cinderella lay in her dirty clothes among the ashes, and a dim little oil lamp was burning on the mantelpiece, for Cinderella had jumped quickly down the back of the pigeon house and had run to the little hazel tree, and there she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid them on the grave, and the bird had taken them away again, and then she had pl placed herself in the kitchen amongst the ashes in her gray gown. That really did sound like a Cliff Notes thing. Next day, when the festival began afresh, and her parents and the stepsisters had gone once more, Cinderella went to the hazel tree and said, Shiver and quiver, little tree, silver and gold throw down over me. Then the birds threw down a much more beautiful dress than on the preceding day, and then and when Cinderella appeared at the festival in this dress, everyone's, ev everyone was astonished by, at her beauty. The king's son had waited until she came and instantly took her by the hand and danced with no one but her. When others came up and invited her, he said, She is my partner. When evening came and she wished to leave... When evening came, she wished to leave, and the king's son followed her and wanted to see into which house she went, but she sprang away from him and into the garden behind the house. Therein stood a beautiful tall tree on which hung the most magnificent pears. She clambered so nimbly between the branches like a squirrel that the king's son did not know where she, had, she was gone. He waited until her father came and said to him, The stranger maiden has escaped from me, and I believe she has climbed up the pear tree. The father thought, Can it be Cinderella? And had brought an axe and cut down the tree, but no one was in it. On it. And when they got into the kitchen, Cinderella lay there amongst the ashes, as usual, for she had jumped down the other side of the tree and taken the beautiful dress to the bird, on the little hazel tree and put on her gray gown. On the third day, when the, the parents and sisters had gone away, Cinderella went once more to her mother's grave and said to the little tree, Shiver and quiver, little tree, silver and gold throw down, throw down over me. And now the bird threw down to her a dress which was more splendid and magnificent than any other, than any she had yet had and the slippers were golden and when she went to the festival in the dress no one knew how to speak for astonishment the king's son danced with her only and if one invited her to dance he said she is my partner when the evening came cinderella wished to leave and the king's son was anxious to go with her but she escaped from him so quickly that he could not follow her the king's son had, however, used a stratagem, a stratagem, a stratagem, okay, everybody at home. It is S-T-R-A-T. 
A G E N. And the way we pronounce this word is. Did you all hear that, everybody? One more time. Stratagem. Stratagem. A planned course of strategy. I am a bit of an idiot. I do have to admit. Um, give me a second. I think, yes. Sorry, my microphone changed from, well, my microphone changed from my Disney mic to my AirPods, so I had to go quickly change them. Very sorry. Anyways, stratagem. Meaning, where are my chapstick here? Meaning, a plan or scheme. Oh, A's. I just hit you again. didn't know you were going to get not only bedtime stories, but vocab lesson and ASMR. Now, what what podcast gives you all of those in one? I'm waiting. Exactly, none. Uh, Versatile? Exactly. Anyways, stratagem just means plan. Why they had to use a big grown-up word? An Oxford Oxford languages word? I don't know. Anyways, let's get back to this. Should I read another story in this? Put in ASMR. Just whisper. King's son had, however, used a stratagem, and had caused the whole staircase to be smeared with pitch. And there, when she ran down, had the maiden's left slipper remained sticking. The king's son picked it up, and it was small and dainty and all golden. Next morning he went with it to the father and said to him, No one shall be my wife, but she whose foot this golden slipper fits. Then were the two sisters glad, for they had pretty feet. Can you? Okay. Okay. I know I'm stopping so much. Um. There's not that much left. I promise. It's like maybe a page and a half. But to all the people, to like zero people who listen to this if you do listen to this i'm not saying you're invalid but like um me personally i can't 
believe that anybody likes anything I make, so therefore I invalidate my own creations to make myself feel better, and I criticize myself before other people have the chance to criticize me. It's a defense mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Anyways, if you guys have a, have a foot kink, can feet be pretty? Well, anything can be pretty, right? Like hands, voices. Am I saying out of Kalexi and I? One of us has a hand kink and the other one has a voice kink. I am neither confirming nor denying that statement. And if you would like to figure out which one's which, that is up to you. But I am saying voices can be very nice. But also can hands be... Wait, what? But... Would you look at your sister? Your sibling? And go, You have pretty feet. I feel like that's something you say to your friend. Like, either as a joke or like... Because you're a simp for them. You go, mm. Your feet kind of sexy. Like... Please, someone have that as a soundbite and send that to me, please. My Instagram is NCT once dead. Underscores in between ends. Uh, NCT once us dead. Thank you. Anyways. <laughs> um, the eldest went with the shoe into her room and wanted to try it on. And her mother stood by. But she could not get her big toe into it. And the shoe was too small for her. Here we go. Time for um, trigger warning. Trigger warning people. Let me try and make this so I'm not blowing up your ears. If you do not like gore. First of all, why are you listening to us? That's the real question, isn't it? Why are you listening to us? Um. Second, this is your trigger warning now. So just click off, click go listen to um me read you Harry Potter episode uh, uh, chapters one through four for uh first book, so you don't have to read them yourself and give money to J.K. Rowling, or go listen to me read um all the young dudes. It is seven hours long so if you have a road trip there you go um that's it i'm gonna listen to this back and i'm gonna realize how annoying i am i'm so sorry but then again i'm not so who's the real loser here not me Then her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut the toe off. When thou art queen, thou wilt have no more need to go on foot. 
The maiden cut off the toe, forced the foot into the shoes, swallowed the pain, and went to, out to the king's son. Then he took her on his horse and as his bride and rode away with her. They were, however, obliged to pass the grave, and there on the hazel trees sat the two pigeons and cried sat the two pigeons and cried Turn and peep, turn and peep, there's blood within the shoe. The shoe it is too small for her, the true bride waits for you. Now I am a poet, thank you. I did make that sound like that. I did not write this, but did make it sound like this. I'm sorry, I just found my USB-C to USB converter, because I'm recording this on my MacBook, and MacBook only has USB-Cs right now, because they're trying to be all trip and, trip and handy, hip and trendy. So, um, and these microphones are from, like, 2007? Maybe? When the Wii was relevant? Um, so, I should never have found these, and I should never have found that converter, but things happen for a reason. <sighs> then he turned, then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was streaming from it. He turned his horse around and took the false bride home again, and said she was not the true one, and that the other sister was to put the shoe on. Then this one went into her chamber and got her toes safely into the shoe, but her heel was too large, so her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut a bit of thy heel. When thou art queen, thou wilt have no more need to go on foot. The maiden cut a bit off her heel and forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the king's son. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. But when they passed by the hazel tree, two pigeons sat on, sat on it and cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, there's blood within the shoe. The shoe it is for too small for her, the true bride waits for you. He looked down at her foot and saw how the blood was running out of the sh out of her shoe, and how it w had stained her white stocking. Then he turned his horse and took the false bride home again. This is also not the right one, said he. Have you no other daughter? No, said the man. The this is Cinderella's true father, right? And she just he just disowned her right in that moment. Let me read that again. This is also not the right one, said the prince. Have you no other daughter? No, said the man, also known as the father. There is still a little stunted kitchen wench, which my late wife left behind, but she cannot possibly be the bride. That is your fucking daughter. Whatever the king's son said he was to send her up to him, but the mother answered, Oh no, she is much too dirty, she cannot show herself. He absolutely insisted on it, and Cinderella had to be called. 
She first washed her hands and face clean, then went and bowed bef down before the king's son, who gave her the golden shoe, then seated herself on the stool, drew her foot out of her heavy wooden shoes, and put it into the slipper, which fit like a glove. And when she rose up and the king's son looked at her face, he recognized the beautiful maiden who had danced with him and cried, That is the true bride! The stepmother and the two sisters were terrified and became pale with rage. He, however, took Cinderella on his horse and rode away with her. Rode away with her. As they passed by the hazel tree, the two white doves cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, there is no blood in the shoe. That shoe is not too small for her. The true bride rides with you. Oh yeah, okay. And then they cried. And when they had cried, the two came flying down and placed themselves on Cinderella's shoulders, one on the right, the other on the left, and remained sitting there. When the wedding with the king's son had to be celebrated, the two false sisters came and wanted to get in favor with Cinderella and share her good fortune. When the betrothed couple went to the church, the elder was at the right side and the younger was at the left, and the pigeons pecked out one eye of each of them. Afterwards, as they became, they came back, the elder was at the left and the younger was at the right. And then the pigeons pecked out the other eye of each. And thus, for their wickedness and falsehood, they were to be punished with blindness as long as they lived. Now, what's the moral of the story, children? Yes, peck thy enemy's eyes out. For they, their wickedness has resulted for them being blind to their true nature. Maybe Disney did do a good thing. I have been yelling into the microphone. <laughs> okay, when I move the wire at the bottom, it makes noise. That's so funny. And when I do... It also makes noise. I don't know if that's pleasing to listen to. I don't know anything about ASMR. Um, Is that good? I'm currently balancing it on a water bottle. I think I think that's I think that's good. Can you still hear me back here? I think you can. Cool. <laughs> now. Let us I'm not some of these names are a little bit you know. Anyways, like I said, like I said, oh, no, yeah, Rapunzel is in here. Should we, which one should we read? I think this should be like a two for one special, guys. 
Um, since I didn't bother reading the <laughs> thingies. Uh, let's do Rapunzel. Because I don't remember how long one goes. 84. That's 171. You can get this book at Barnes & Noble or Books A Million. I can't remember which one I got it at. Or literally any bookstore. Yeah, that one's, that's better. Okay. I'm trying to, trying to aim for this episode to be maybe about an hour, an hour and a half long. Um, that's why I'm doing this. Like, it's two for one special. Um... Mainly because I've not given you guys any content since then. Well, that's a lie. We did record that episode last week of us watching the Crush movie, which is ridiculous, and I hated it very much. Um, Kalexia had already seen it. But to be honest, our commentary before that movie, which was that new Sarah Paulson movie on Hulu, uh, that one was like God tier. But, like, that was, like, Dad's Chili Tier. Um, which is above God Tier. But, like, we didn't record that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because we're kind of idiots. Anyways, that was a good movie. It, uh, that was an okay movie. It's called Run, I think. Um, but I did make some gay jokes in the crush movie um i am pansexual and asexual and calexia is bye 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 (laughs) so like it's okay it's okay i hope that's the energy we gave off if not i'm very sorry if we offended I'm very sorry if we offended offended everybody, anybody. I don't know how to speak. Anyways, um. Also, if it sounds like I just ran like a marathon, um, when I get nervous, I can't like read and breathe. <laughs> so that's why I sound like I ran a marathon. <laughs> um, y'all just learning so much about me today. down here in my basement so if you hear me putting on a blanket or if you can't hear it at all that's why okay anyways you can still hear me from here i think so But it's better if I talk here. Cool. Cool. I feel like I'm, um, like, doing the morning announcements at school. (laughs) I never did that. Okay, anyways, Rapunzel. There is once, there were once a man and a woman 
who had long in vain who had long in vain wished for a child at length the woman hoped that god was about to grant her desire these people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs herbs with a h herbs it was however surrounded by a high wall and no one dared to go into it because it belonged to an enchantress who had great power and was dreaded by all the world one day the woman was standing by the window and looking down into the garden when she saw a bed saw a bed which was planted with the most beautiful rampion rampion rapunzel still the name is rapunzel and it looked so fresh and green that she longed for it and the greatest desire to eat some this desire increased every day as she knew that she could not get any of it she quite she quite pined away and looked pale and miserable then her husband was alarmed and asked what aileth thee dear wife ah she replied if i can't get some of the rampant which is in the garden behind our house to eat i shall die the man who loved her thought sooner than let thy wife die bring her some of the rampant thyself let it cost thee what it will in the twilight of the evening he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the enchantress hastily clenched a handful of rampant and took it to his wife she at once made herself a salad of it and ate it with much relish she however liked it so much so very much that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before if he was to have any rest her husband must once more descend into the garden in the gloom of evening therefore he let himself down again but when he had clambered down the wall he was terribly afraid for he saw the enchantress standing before him how canst it how canst thou dare said she with angry look to descend into my garden and steal my rampant like a thief thou shalt suffer for it ah answered he let mercy take the place of justice i only made up my mind to do it out of necessity my wife saw your rampant from the window and felt such a longing for it that she would have died if she had not got some to eat then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened and said to him if the case be as thou sayest i will allow thee to take away with thee i will allow thee to take away with thee as much rampant as thou wilt only i make one condition thou must give me the child which thy wife will be bringing into the world it shall be well treated and i will care for it like a mother the man in his tower consented to everything and when the woman was brought to bed 
The enchantress appeared at once, gave the child the name of Rapunzel, and took it away with her. Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child beneath the sun. When she was twelve years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower, which lay in a forest, and had neither stars nor door stairs, not stars, I'm so sorry, stairs nor door, but quite at the top was a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath it and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair to me. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, fine as spun gold, and when she heard the voice of the enchantress, she unfastened her braided tresses, wound them around one of the hooks in the window above, and then the hair fell twenty ells down, and the enchantress climbed up by it. After a year or two, so she would be about fourteen, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest and went by the tower. Then he heard a song which so which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This re- was Rapunzel, who in her solitude <laughs> passed her time in letting her sweet voice resound. The king's son wanted to climb up to her and looked for a door of the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out to the forest and listened to it. Once when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw an enchantress come there and heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair. When Rapunzel let down the braids of her hair, and the enchantress climbed up to her, If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I will for once try my fortune, said he. And the next day, when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair. Immediately the hair fell down, and the king's son climbed up. At first, Rapunzel was terribly frightened when the man, such as her eyes, when a man such as her eyes had ever beho- yet behold came to her but the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend and told her that his heart had been so stirred that it had let him have no rest and he had been forced to see her then rapunzel lost her fear and when he asked her if she would take him for her husband and she saw that he was young and handsome. She thought, he will love me more than old Dame Gothel does. And she said yes, and laid her hand in his. She said, I will willingly go away with thee, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with thee a skin? Skin? S-K-E-I-N? E-I-N. Skein. Skein. A skein of silk every time that thou comest, and I will weave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I will descend, and thou wilt take me on thy horse. They agreed that until that time... They agreed that until that time he should come for her every evening.
for the old woman came by day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this, until once Rapunzel said to her, Tell me, Dame Gothel, how, how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the Then the young king's son, he is with me in a moment. Ah, thou wicked child, cried the enchantress. What do I hear thee say? I thought I had separated thee from all the world, and yet thou hast deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful tresses, wrapped them twice around her left hand, and seized, seized a pair of scissors with the right and snip-snap they were cut off, and the lovely braids lay on the ground, and she was so pitiless that she took yeah, she took poor Rapunzel into a desert where she had to live in great grief and misery. On the same day, however, she cast that she cast out Rapunzel, the enchantress in the evening fastened the braid of the hair which had she which she had cut off to the hook of the window, and when the king's son came and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair, she let the hair down. The king's son ascended, but he did not find his dearest Rapunzel above, but the enchantress, who gazed at him with a wicked and feminist look. Aha! she cried mockingly. Thou wouldst fetch, fetch thy dearest aunt, but wait. Aha! she cried mockingly. Thou wouldst fetch thy dearest, but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest. The cat has cut it, and will scratch out thy eyes as well. Rapunzel is lost to thee. Thou wilt never see her more. The king's son was beside himself with pain, and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. Leapt down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but the thorns into which he leapt down which he fell pierced his eyes and when he wandered quite blind about the forest ate nothing but roots and berries and did nothing but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest wife thus he roamed around in, about in misery for some years and at length came to the desert where rapunzel with the twins to which she had given birth a boy and girl lived in wretchedness he heard a voice but it seemed so similar familiar to him that he went towards it and when he approached rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept two of her tears had wetted his eyes and they grew clear again and he could see with them as before he led her to his kingdom where he was joyfully received and they lived for a long time afterwards happy and contented what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> that was weird so she okay here we go we're going to talk about Rapunzel for a second. Wait, here's your ASMR. 
content. Good. Anyways, so here, here, here we go. Mom got pregnant. Dad gave her away. Gave Rapunzel away. Rapunzel lives with Dame Gothel. She's 14. She meets this prince who his age is never like told, but I would like to assume he might be 16. So he's like maybe two years older. He's two years older. So on their first meeting, She's cast away. She becomes a castaway. We are castaways. Yep. She gives birth, presumably in the desert. He becomes blind. She gives birth. I think I already said that. Has a boy and a girl. Unless Rapunzel. baby daddy in the desert and then they go home well he finds her she cries on his eyeballs and his eyeballs magically become working does that make sense to you because that does not make sense to me and then they just become like king and queen Weird. Anyways. Let me get closer. <laughs> if you liked this, this kind of uh, impromptu uh, playing with a microphone type deal, uh, let me know. Like, genuinely, let me know. Because, um, I want to do more of these type of things. Uh, plus this helps with my fluency for reading out loud. That's what fluency means. Let me explain my little project. This is a little project I want, project, sorry, that I wanted to do. Um, ooh, that was bad. Uh, when I was a kid, I was put into a special group for reading fluency because I was a very chopper, choppy reader. Surprisingly, now, nothing has changed. I'm still a pretty bad reader, as you have probably heard. That's why it took me seven hours to read year one. But... So that's what I'm doing. I want to read out loud. Usually I would have to read like out loud every single day. 
to try and build up those skills and muscles in my well just skills really for them to become stronger and i have not done that uh, the last time i posted was probably a month or two ago sorry shit happened fuck i got i did stuff i went to universal by the way this is gonna be just a little me talking at the end i'm very sorry but i went to universal i got a robe a wand two wands actually i know i'm giving so much money jk rowling i'm so 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 sorry I am. I really do feel bad about... I'm basically giving her money. And I hate that I do that. But, like, you know... I don't know. I'm separating art from the artist. Which is kind of hard. Well, not... It's not hard at all. You just don't think about it. But, like... Me doing, like... Well, buying that is directly funding her it's giving her money all of like the people who spend specifically i guess on the harry potter package for universal that money some of it does go to jk because it is technically her intellectual property um but they did buy the rights for that specifically so she gets like a slight cut Whereas, like, Universal gets a shit ton. But, bring this point forward, we're gonna have a serious conversation, sorry. Um, get, like, if you don't play video games, and you don't want to play video games, and you really don't want to support JK Rowling, that's, like, all up to you. But, if you're the type of person who says, let's boycott this Hogwarts legacy... Because it, like, it's in the wizarding world. Uh, I think that's kind of, that's kind of shitty. Like, if you just don't want to buy it, don't buy it. If you don't want to play it, don't play it. If you really don't want to support her, don't. But, like, if you're saying boycott it, that's kind of different. Because that's not going to hurt her at all. Like, you can't stop people from buying the movies, renting the movies, going to see the movies in theaters, going to Universal, buying, like, merchandise, buying her books, buying, like, t-shirts, pajama pants, other things. Like, you can't really stop people from doing that, and it's not gonna put a dent in her wallet because she is already a rich lady. You're just gonna have to go. You're, it's the you're gonna have to do the thing like people kind of made jokes about on the uh, online. It's like Harry Potter was not written by um, J.K. Rowling. It was written by Hagrid. <laughs> you know that type of deal. Like you're gonna have to put that in your mind, but uh, the people who have worked on Hogwarts Legacy. Let me tell you, 
this 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 movie this game was meant to come out in 2019 actually sorry that's a lie it was meant to come out in 2020 but it got pushed back it got pushed back and now it's only it's only now coming out for two it's like been two years and don't worry it's not an ea game it's not going to be the same quality as all the ea games because we know we hate the ea games it's um avalanche games it is a triple a company like it's not ea if you like look at the hogwarts legacy um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, like, you watch the trailers, you look at the pictures and stuff, it's not gonna be anything like the EA games from what I've seen, especially Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, if you know, you know, but this is really just, like, (laughs) as, like, a creator, you want to see people enjoying something you made, And the development team basically put their heart and they put their all, their whole, what's the way to put this? Put their whole badussy into it, my guys. Like, they did, they, they worked so hard on it and then it had to be pushed back for a few years and now it's only coming out at the holidays like december of this year so that's why i'm saying like let's maybe let's not boycott it that that just seems like kind of an asshole thing to do for specifically them like if you don't want to give like 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 (laughs) like i said (laughs) you can't really stop people from giving money to jk rowling and yeah you if you want to continue enjoying like harry potter things go to fan made things like etsy support small businesses but like you can't stop people from going to universal and buying all of that she is or anything <laughs> And plus, it's not going to hurt her. It's just like a personal issue. Plus, plus, plus. If you are a... Like... If you're part of the LGBT community... Well, okay, let me be specific here. If you are a trans man, trans woman, and you play that specifically, you can do it out of spite. Like... If you're fueled by spite, you live out of spite. And you kind of want to play it, play it out of spite. Like say, ha, look, it's me. I am something you hate. Therefore, I am playing your game and just, ha, you know? But like, it, it's it's all up to you. That's my personal opinion. I don't know if that's controversial or not. Actually, you want to go into controversial topics? It's it's midnight. It's not really that late. Um, but <laughs> I am going to make all of you uncomfortable if you are not a 
commie leftist liberal like me. I am, I kind of want to get that on a t-shirt now. Call me leftist liberal. Can we get that on a t-shirt? That'd be cool. Um. <sighs> Senate did not pass a bill to codify Roe v. Wade into law. of things I want to say. There's a lot of things I wish I could say, but I'm not well-versed in any topic. I'm not very well-articulated either. Is that the right word? Articulated? Like, I'm going to assume it is. I'm not, I don't have, I don't have the good words, but... If you're an American, I don't know how many of you live in the United States. I don't know how many of you know what's happening in the United States. But there was... Here, here let me give you a TLDR. Too long, didn't read. There was a leaked SCOTUS opinion. Um, SCOTUS is Supreme Court of the United States. And this is, like, the first time in all of the United States history has there ever been a leaked opinion. Like, this is uh, basically the Supreme Justice's rulings. Is That's what the opinion is. It's not like, I think everything should be blue. It's not like that type of opinion. It's like a, yes, I get to... F- Fuck with your life now to put things into law. Um, but they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is a Supreme Court case which decriminalized abortions. Yes, I told you. Political. <laughs> hey, I am nothing. I'm. Wait. If I am anything, I am opinionated, and I will share my opinion with everybody. But. I'm trying to get comfortable here. Ooh, cat here. But it's very important for women's rights. It's not an amendment. It's not like a law, but it's like a. It's like a. Uh, it's like a law, but also not a law. Again, I'm not very well versed in these things, but I do give my opinion because I, I like to be ill informed and opinionated. Just kidding. I tried to do research. I did take an AP government and politics class while I was in high school, and I did pass it. But I did also call the United States government a dictatorship. So I'm not sure if I'm very good at explaining things. 
sorry. <sighs> and so the Supreme Court, when you become a Supreme Justice, you are there until you die. It's literally like it's a life or death type of job. Like you're gonna do it until you die and when you die someone else is gonna take your spot. That's what they did with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she got replaced by a Republican, if I remember correctly. And then another justice died and it she got repl- they got replaced by con- con- oh my god sorry miss brown jackson who is the first female uh black female supreme court justice historically it has been all white men no surprise this is the united states have anyways anyways um Roe v. Wade would basically protect women's rights to an abortion. But it also does get down to some states. Well, states' rights. Well, actually, that's a lie. Let me backtrack for a little bit. Roe v. Wade protects women's rights to an abortion. And if you saw, or if you don't know, before this was overturned, Texas made the ridiculous uh, bill where if you had an abortion after six weeks, you can get criminalized. And in other, a bunch of other states followed suit. But nobody knows that they're pregnant at six weeks. Nobody knows that they're pregnant at 15 weeks. So I really don't understand how people are going to go, yeah, we're going to el- uh, criminalize abortions at that point. And when Roe v. Wade is overturned, Knock on wood. It will default to states' rights. So, impoverished women, well, impoverished people, uterus-bearing people, um, who live in a red state, would have to travel to a blue state to have an abortion. <laughs> and it's ridiculous, isn't it? Because you would think, hmm, abortion is health care. Recently in Missouri, they had amended their abortion bill. A bill is basically a law before it's signed to become a law. I don't know how other governments work. So, like, that's why I'm explaining these. I'm very sorry. I am quite basically the... Stereotypical American who only understands American things and not, like, other country things. Because, I don't know, self-obsession or whatever. (sighs) They were going to have ectopic pregnancies be illegal if you terminate those. Now, what is an ectopic pregnancy? An ectopic pregnancy is when you get an egg fertilized in the fallopian tube. (laughs) 
and the mother, well, the person could die. Actually, they would die if it goes untreated or it is not terminated. But luckily, the state of Missouri (laughs) decided that was an idiotic thing to do. So they just got rid of that. But now they're introducing a bill for... um, anti-trans bill so it's not great to live in Missouri (laughs) if you want me to be honest with you it's not great to live in Missouri um but This proves that the United States government doesn't care about anybody but themselves. Because obviously, Planned Parenthoods are going to stay around. Because it's going to default to states' rights. So you'd have to go to a blue state to get an abortion. Um, Donate to your like Planned Parenthoods, please. Like, if you can't go to protests, just raise awareness or be able to send um, money to a Planned Parenthood. If, like, your friend does a Facebook fundraiser for their birthday, maybe give them $5 or whatever. So, but... It just proves that all these old white men who don't understand that the world does not revolve around them don't care about anybody else they don't care about the impoverished people who barely have enough money to put food on the table they don't care about the rape victims who get pregnant they don't care about the incest victims who get pregnant They don't care about the sexual assaulted people. They don't care about anybody who isn't cis, white, hetero. Well, I should have just said straight. I don't know why I said hetero. Straight. Did I say white already? White male. Christian male, sorry. Even evangelical christian even though this country should be separated from church and state it says that in the united states constitution I They will never understand what it's like to be a woman in the United States. Actually, let me let me let me change that. They will never understand what it's like 
to be a person with a uterus in the United States. Whether that be a trans man, um, a a non-binary person, or a woman. Or somebody who doesn't identify as anything. They will never understand what it's like to be that. Never understand what it's like to get your period every month. To get the cramps. To deliberate the deliberating the painful cramps they'll never understand what it's like to be drilled into your brain that you are a vessel for children they'll never understand any of that and it's not just like the government it is also men who don't understand that. It is the pro-lifers who refuse to put money into the foster care system, put money into, like, having free child care, refuse to put money into, like, orphanages, so they don't go bankrupt and go under like standards and shut down they won't adopt kids they only care about people giving birth they shouldn't be pro-life because if they were pro-life they would be pro-abortion because abortion is health care they would be They would agree with my body, my choice. And it's absolutely terrifying to live in the United States and understand that this is the future for uterus-bearing people in this country. Because... Roe v. Wade will be overturned. It can lead to um, criminalizing gay sex. Yeah. Contraceptions. IUDs. Condoms. um, Birth control pills. Criminalize. uh, Decriminalize um, forced sterilization. Decriminalize gay marriage well criminalize gay marriage it will basically undo nearly 50 years of progress which all of those things seem like you know those should be like common sense things but we only got gay marriage legalized in i want to say 2012 ish Twenty fifteen. There are some countries who've had gay marriage legalized f- 
for a long time. I'm sorry, once again. I put gay marriage into Google, typing in gay, gay marriage Supreme Court, because I don't remember the year. And why tell, why tell me why it says gay marriage Skyrim? Am I going to look at that? Yes. Did I also want to marry Lydia? Yes. in the United States and it's meant to be overturned in July or June during Pride Month that's even worse dog oh my god anyways let me give you a special treat to all you ASMR buffs let me shuffle my tarot cards might be really loud, so I'm gonna try and make it a little bit quieter. That was pathetic. I'm so glad I grew up my long nails. The ASMR. ASMR portion of the episode. This won't last very long. I'm very sorry. Here's a mechanical. 
That's all I got. Um, is that relaxing? Did that relax you? I hope that did. That was fun to do. Um, I'll probably do that again. Maybe? Maybe? Um, anyways. I hope you guys had fun listening to this. Um, I hope you guys actually enjoyed it. And if I did trigger you without putting any content warnings in at the very beginning i'm very sorry i forgot about what happened in cinderella what happened in rapunzel and then i didn't really think i was going to go into jk rowling and uh, ruby wade so i am going to put if you did not read the description because i'm going to put them in the description of this episode but thank you all for listening to this thank you very much it really does help me one with confidence for just speaking in general to people and to reading i was told i had a soothing voice and i hope that maybe i helped one of you go to sleep or put your children to sleep i don't know maybe you enjoy the asmr or maybe you enjoyed me i don't know talking absolute shit actually (laughs) but thank you all again for coming stay safe stay happy and healthy drink your water and um punch your local nazi actually i love you all have a good day bye